It's the Rugby World Cup Live at Five podcast with Brent Pope and Pat Courtney from Radio Nova and Nova.ie with the Honda Civic Diesel, the cleanest and most efficient Honda Civic ever with Honda Sensing as standard. Visit Honda.ie. And Brent Pope is in the building. Yes. I want to talk about TV commentary and I want to talk about how uh, the, the lads went against Japan today. I want to talk about what Brent's been up to and I also, Brent, want to see how your uh, see how your chopstick skills have progressed. Have your chopstick skills progressed? No. Enough? No. <laughs> this will be fun. It's the Rugby World Cup Live at Five podcast with Brent Pope and Pat Courtney from Radio Nova and Nova.ie. Japan, a lot of Japanese were supporting Ireland today. And uh, I know they had their own war against Russia there for a year, back in the early 1900s. Well, I know why they were supporting them. Why? Because I would have to say I was never proud. Now, I know I'm a plastic paddy or whatever, adopted Irishman or whatever. I've been over here nearly 30 years, longer than I've spent my time in New Zealand. But I was never as proud to wear green at that Japanese match because the Irish supporters take a bow, they were to a man absolutely brilliant. Of oh, the Japan match? Or? Uh, the Jap- I, 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 yeah. I don't think I'll ever be at a more emotive match than that. The Japanese, when you turned around and saw the Japanese uh, on their knees or whatever, rows of them crying with pride or whatever the team, and mm. for the Irish fans to turn around and shake their hands, help them up, give them a hug, give them gear. It was very moving. It was very moving. Sometimes sport is more than about winning or losing, and it's certainly more than about rugby. But this was just a show of respect and appreciation for the way that the Japanese have treated the Irish and other people coming over. And it was, it was, it was, it was wonderful. It was wonderful to see. So I'm a, it's a huge shout-out to every Irish fan out there that uh, treats sport like that and, and the way it should be treated, complete sportsmanship. And then the next day you saw Japanese people going in and looking to buy anything green, looking to buy orange juice. They were apologising, Pat. They come out on the street, oh, sorry, our team beat you, very, very sorry. And they were genuinely sorry about it. But uh, just the most wonderful people uh, I've ever experienced on a tour out there, just like Tokyo, uh, Kyoto went to Hiroshima one day, uh, the people couldn't have been more helpful. We had stories coming back all the time of like people leaving their phones, uh, you know, um, say for instance in the in the toilet at the rugby match and coming back twenty minutes later and then somebody standing outside still holding, holding the phone up, up uh, themselves no. and missing the game themselves. Oh, I'm not talking no, about officials. I'm talking about I'm talking about people that should have been taking their seats and just standing there with, with 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 phones or whatever. They were highly entertained going past bars where Irish were having a sing song. Oh, it was great crack. It's it's one of the. Be- I didn't think it would be. I I had my doubts about whether. Did you think it'd be a bit Japanese. more serious? I thought it would be, but they are serious people. Yeah, uh, yeah. But the one thing about the overflow of emotion of that match was suddenly we saw the side of the Japanese that was so emotive and so proud. Their country, you know, is built on respect and you know doing the right things at all occasions. But for the Irish to welcome that and turn round and give as good as they got in the sportsman stakes was absolutely yeah, wonderful yeah. to see. And it really took me to a level above sport and it took me to a level whereby you were misty yourself at the reaction uh-huh. you know of, of people know. so the Irish take a bow and I, I sent out a, a, a Facebook thing as the way I felt 
I stood up in the front of one of the buses we were on after that match and I said, you can be very proud of being Irish Day. There'll be better days for Irish rugby, we know that. But I said, I don't believe that there'll be better days in the way you, you, you took this loss. And I then did something on Facebook that's now been, I just got a call there. I've got to go on a radio in New Zealand. Um, uh, got a call from the morning show there just about wanting to talk about the tweet that I sent out about the fans. And, and, cool. and I mean it. Yeah. And, and I mean and, it. And, and the, uh, the kowtow, the bow by the team... Mm. To the Japanese absolutely. stands, Again. that was an absolute Again. masterstroke. Again, mark, mark yeah. respect, and yeah. you that win over. Cool. And so suddenly now, if it gets a quarterfinal situation, you're going to have as many Irish there supporting the Irish from Japan um, as you have the Irish. A lot of travelling Irish though. Met people from Boston. Met people Irish from Sydney. Met Irish from uh, that have come over from New Zealand. A lot of support there, and people having a ball. It's the Rugby World Cup Live at Five podcast with Brent Pope and Pat Courtney from Radio Nova and Nova.ie. Blow your nose and think about think about this. For a second. Think about this for a second. World Rugby. This is the, they're yeah. going back to the Ireland Japan match. Right? Yeah. World Rugby yeah. has admitted to Joe Schmidt yeah. that the, the that three of the offside penalties yeah. against Ireland were wrong. In that yep. Japan match. Well, I mean, wh- what happens now? Well, obviously, they can't go and Nothing. replay the thing. They can't give the points because you wouldn't know no. if the penalties were kicked. But, like, it, what's the point of complaining well, no point. or putting in the... There isn't, this. No point. No. Absolutely. There's and no and, point and, and you make a good point because, I mean... No, usually, usually Joe is pretty spot on and he's articulate. I, I don't see the point in looking back and saying I was vindicated because uh, we were robbed. Yeah. I think most people watching that match, realistically, most people watching that match knew that Japan were the better side on that day. So just supposed to turn around a few days later and say, by the way, uh, we were penalised. They maybe shouldn't have been penalties. You can you can point to all different situations in games like that. You know, uh, whether it was a marginally forward pass, whether you know somebody was offside at the offside at the ruck or whatever. I do think they need to check those offside laws because it's making the game of rugby too much like rugby league, in my opinion. And I think the touch judges should be more like they are in football, where they go up the side of the of the of the pitch with the flag or whatever, and they they march the players back. You're offside, you're offside. So what you see in the game now, Pat, is you know yourself, the referee takes a look out, he takes a look back into the ruck of the scrum, suddenly the players are sneaking up behind his, uh, behind his back and, and offside because defence has become such a part of the game, unfortunately, uh, that the team without the ball can actually win matches and that's not the way that rugby should be played. No, that's pretty weird, isn't it? When you yeah. put it that way, that's kind you of can. Ridiculous. You can do better because by the law of even mathematics or physics or whatever, it takes a team a lot harder to get up over the gain line than it does for a team to push up because they're starting 10 metres back. And that's not complicating it for people out there who don't understand rugby. It just means that if you look at the way a, lo- a back line lines out, they're on a diagonal behind the scrum, maybe 10, 10 metres back. Well... If the defence is a flat line across the field, if you drew a biro mark across the field, then the defence don't have to go as far as the attacking yeah. team do. Okay, but the point is too, you're allowed to put in, you're allowed to put in an appeal. But what's the point? Well, there's no there point. Is, there, there basically there there's is no one. Point. Your time. You will can be put in an appeal spend. for a player that's suspended or yellow yeah. card or whatever, yeah, and say, yeah. look, you you were a bit harsh there, fine. But so so you're right. What's the point of bringing it up now just to say, oh, we were we were right? Yeah. It's all. It's, look, I tell you what it is. It's a psychological stick to beat the referees up with so that next time you're playing them, you hope that they're going to remember that you know that. 
<laughs> they yes. didn't do you a favour, and that's going to play some part of it. Actually, yeah, I learned a new expression too about referees, which I want to ask about in a few minutes. But I also want to see. Um, you said you said your uh, your chopstick skills are still non-existent. Crap, basically. By the way, it shows you the refereeing has moved on. My father scored an intercept try one time in a match. He ran 50 metres and scored on the post. The ref went up to him and said, look, he said, I'd love to give you the try, but he said, I didn't give the other team one about <laughs> 10 minutes ago. So they brought back up. Now, this is a 50 metre straight run to the to the line. So referees come a long way. My chopstick skills um, got a little bit better, but I, 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 I'm, good with the, I'm good with the kind of larger pieces of food. Okay. The right. rice, though... I, I can't yeah, see how they do it. That? They right, just well, about drink. They just about drink liquids out of those chopsticks. They're so good with them. good at that, yes. But I'm, what was I, the guy uh, that ca- caught the flies, Mister Waxon? Oh, oh yeah, off. the Tsar. You, you Mr. learn, you, Mala- Mala- you, Malagi. Ma- you learn quickly, Glasshopper. Yeah. Yeah, well, glasshopper. listen, I, I have a live <laughs> test for you shortly. It's the Rugby World Cup Live at Five podcast with Brent Pope and Pat Courtney from Radio Nova and Nova.ie. We're playing uh, Refuge to that minky whale which has drifted into the Liffey today. and um, A whale? Yeah, a minky. A minky whale. And it was uh, it's not in very good nick, apparently, which is not surprising. It's a long way from Japan to here to get out of the way of the whalers. Um, we're on double four zero four one hundred. if you'd like to come straight through. Hello, Nova. Pat, Jim here. How are you doing? Mary, listen, I presume that's recorded that you're talking with Brent or is that live? No, or? I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you too. Konnichiwa, Jim. Konnichiwa and my other uh, three or four words of Japanese. How are you, Brent? How are you? Come here, can I just ask you something? This short turnaround that Ireland have had in their matches, they've played three now. Say New Zealand have only played two. Yeah. You have the experience of being in this stadium. Is it the conditions are hampering Ireland from playing their best rugby? I think they're ha- hamper. It's a good question. It's what people are focusing on. I, th- I think it's hampering all teams, to be honest. But I certainly think there's something in it as far as the Japanese being used to playing in those conditions. The ball is the ball is not like it is a wet. People are saying, oh, it's a slippery ball. It's more than that. Because of the humidity, players can't dry their hands at all because as soon as they start sweating, their hands are getting wet. But it was very humid when I was over there, Jim. Like you'd be walking around and saying, look, I get- you've got to get out of the humidity at some stage. You were taking in liquids all the time, probably the wrong kind of liquids, but you were taking in liquids and, and, and it, it it did affect them. I I don't so I don't see it as much today because I was really wanting them to kick on and I mean it was yeah. as bad for the Russians as it was for, for, for the obviously for the Irish who who should be better conditioned than amateurs players. But certainly certainly I think it had its place to play in the Japanese match and because it was very hot, it was very humid. As I say the Japanese play in those conditions all year round they also have a less protracted rugby season, so they were going to be fresher. It's not taking away from the fact that the Japanese, at the end of the day, deserve to win that, but I just think there are certainly situations where it has made playing difficult. Arigato. Oh, over another. Arigato. Arigato. <laughs> Turmeric Arigato. <laughs> it's the Rugby World Cup Live at Five podcast with Brent Pope and Pat Courtney from Radio Nova and Nova.ie. You told me that your chopstick skills yep. haven't really progressed very much. So there's a pair of disposables. Yep. All right. There you go. And uh, Ukio. Ukio Bar on Exchequer Street. Now, you probably know where this is. If you could along Exchequer, the Exchequer Hotel is on one corner of that laneway. Ukio is on the other. Across the, directly across Exchequer Street is uh, the backside of Duns and there's X music. There. You've got them out of the packet at least. <gasps> Brent, that's very good. You weren't able to do that two weeks ago. No. 
when I was putting it through your face. And they sent us Ukiyo where we're, uh, we're going, and you could be coming with, with us, but I'll tell you how to do that shortly. Um, going there on Monday week for... I've got no power in it, though. Nova Sushi and Song Celebration for the Rugby World Cup. It's a party, basically. And there will be there will be beer, and the thing is, there'll also be karaoke, which kind of concerns me. But here we are now. This is some of Ukiyo's finest. There's yep. I'll pass it. that that dark meat yep. at the end is well. You can you is it tuna? Is that tuna? tuna? Yes, that's tuna, and it's um, it's nicely uncooked. Ukiyo does do cooked food. Don't worry about that. But mm-hmm. and those uh, the rice roll <laughs> things in the middle, which is no. what you, you oh Brent, what a <laughs> that's mess! Specific. That's God. It's oh, like oh, oh. if you can imagine someone knitting with one hand. <laughs> <laughs> no, got you got three. Rice. He got three grains of rice, and only because it's sticky. <laughs> can you use them? Yeah, I can. Look. Let's come on then, Mr. Expert. Yeah, yeah, all right. Okay, come on. Here's me little, little yeah. bamboo disposables. The good thing about it is it's, it's a natural diet for me because uh, I can't get the food out. <laughs> so, so that works. You have way. got back a little bit lighter, actually. Yeah. Whoops. Yeah, no, no. You're not supposed to say things like that, are you? I think I'll try this bit of tuna. Just take. And maybe get, I'll have that with the... Now, you see, that's what you could do be Do you doing. like sushi? I do, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I find it, I, you know, it's uh, if it's very live, it's difficult to catch. A lot of people over in Japan yeah, were getting, uh, because they weren't used to it, that were eating your, it. Were your, getting your group you were in? Uh, yes, stomach mm-hmm. disorders a bit, because no, really? if you're not mm-hmm. used to it, the, the, the sushi of the... I'm, <laughs> I was going to say the sushi is... Uh, is rawer than mm, it is like over that, here, but it can't be <laughs> as raw as raw. But uh, I suppose it's just different foods, mm. different countries. No, the sushi over there, it's just it's it's straight out of the yeah, sea. Yeah, straight out of the sea. And yeah. all the fish are volunteers, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to chase them. They're not stressed. No. Are you feeling hungry? Because this is great. No, but the sight of mm, you chomping away, that isn't a pretty sight. Yeah. It ain't pretty. Yeah, have, have a little can of Heineken. <laughs> it's a tiny little can. It's only about three inches high. Right, now see, this is Doesn't how it matter. works. This is how it's going to work. We're putting on, we're having our party. It's Radio Nova Sushi and Songs party for the Rugby World Cup, and it's at Ukiyo Bar uh, Monday week. We'll kick off, it's supposed to kick off at seven, so I've got pre recording my last hour because I'm not going to be late. Um, there's a really good prize as well. Tickets for the Japanese gardens and the Irish National Stud go along with uh, a night in Kilkee Castle with spa treatments for two. So, I mean, this is a big deal, right? So what, what, what I want to do, I have a few of these to give away, but you can have up to five of your friends. Okay, that's a tight five. Tight five. It doesn't have to be five if you if you can't muster the numbers, but uh, it's great if you can. So tell me this: so they bring yes. along five of their friends yes. to this Japanese night where they yes. have sushi and a few a few drinks yes. and sing karaoke. Yes, good crack. And then That's they also in with a chance to win, or do they get the two nights in the castle yes. as well? Yeah, no, but you're in a draw for that. Are oh, you in a draw for that? Yeah. Okay, well, we can't send all those people to the no, castle. I no. thought that was good. be a big bed, wouldn't it? But they can have a bit of crack if there's well, people sure on a Monday night. No, I mean on the karaoke evening, not at the hotel. Yes, well, the karaoke's a bit of a worry, actually. Now, Fiona and I did a bit of practice on the karaoke yeah. as well earlier on. I'll play that later. There is a red music warning on it. But uh, double four zero four one hundred. Let's take, let's take, I have 25 of these to give away. Let's take the first five, Louis. And First, what do they have to do? You haven't told them what they have to do. Oh, no, well, that's a good point. No, we'll yeah. take, call the number five, 
but you have to sing your favourite karaoke piece, right? That's what you have to do. Double four zero. A couple of lines of it. We're not going to put up the five minutes of no, Bohemian Rhapsody on no, someone. Call it good. No, no, we're not. So a couple of lines of their song that they would sing at a karaoke uh, for a chance to win that prize. That's a good idea. Double rather four, than just calling. Yeah. Put them under pressure. Put them. Could be a song. Put, put under, under pressure. Under pressure. Double four zero four one hundred. Hello, Nova. Uh, Courtney, uh, Courtney, how are you? Getting away Pat, I'd like to apply for this uh, sushi and beer night. Sushi uh, and s- sushi and songs. Sushi and songs. Yeah, we, we should. Well, do I have to sing for it? We should not. Sing for it. Well, I tell you why, Pat. Why? And why? Me, do you remember an owl, a guy called Colin Shornuff McCrory? I do remember a Colin showing up on the yeah. Book of Face the odd time. Or yes, like, it's correct and right. Yeah. Well, he is a very good friend of mine, and when we go partying, we kind of vanish for days. We've been kind of connected at the hip recently, and the reason why is you cannot have a rugby match without referees. Right. And the two of us are ARLB referees. It's all Leicester Branch referees. Yeah, I'm not. Are you really? Yeah, yeah, yeah no, I am really. <laughs> uh, we've been at this for the last couple of years. I kind of tamed Colin, sure enough, McCrory, and convinced him to be a referee, and the right. two of us are referees, but we love parties. One of the things that we are actually you, you, well, you're, you're referees, and you actually want to go to a party where Brent Pope, a man well known for being a rugby player, and in yep. fact, and in fact, even the coach at Clontarf, yep, will actually be there, and yep. you, and two referees turn up. Whoa, absolutely! I wouldn't be in uh, your boots if you're part of because you have to have somebody there to tell it like it is. <laughs> a whistleblower, <laughs> if, if you like. If you like, <laughs> tell it like it is. So okay. that is my that is my my pitch for go for getting an invite to this party. And I know what the Nova noise is, but I can never get bloody true. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's the Rugby World Cup live at five podcast with Brent Pope and Pat Courtney from Radio Nova and Nova.ie. Oh, there you go, good man. Oh, it's good, mate. <laughs> Stereotypes. Oh, no. wow. oh, that was Australian. That um, yours is zero zero point zero. Mine's zero zero. I love that Heineken zero zero. Mine's not. It's um, it's a great drink to have on uh, Monday week, the fourteenth, at Ukiyo Bar on Exchequer Street, between seven and nine. We're having our Nova Sushi and Songs party for the Rugby World Cup. And uh, there's going to be karaoke, beer and sushi, but the worry is that there's going to be karaoke involved, Brent. Um, So this is, I thought, one way for you to come and join us. With your friends. Five of your friends. Five of your friends. And if you don't have five friends, five Facebook friends. (laughs) (laughs) A tight five. (laughs) Well, but you give us a call, double four zero four one hundred. And, and try out your karaoke skills. Sing a couple of bars of the song that you might sing of the night. This is an opportunity. This is like a talent quest. This it is, is isn't like it really? this yeah. is like Nova's got talent. D- yeah, because you could be discovered. Sure, but not if you sing "I Will Survive." That's banned. We're we're not, just, we're not having that one. You know, we could send this straight to Simon Carroll, and it could be it could change your life. Things like this change people's lives, Pat. Actually, yeah, they do. Yeah, you never know. Well, Rachel's here. Rachel, Rachel, what are you going to sing? Um, I don't know. Do you fancy doing a bit of a duet or something? We could do maybe a little bit of the B-52's Love Shack. Come on, Pat. I well, like the way she's thinking. Two, right, three. Well, you if you see a faded sign by the side of the road that says 15 miles to the Love, love Shack. Love Shack. Yeah. The love Shack, baby. 
baby. I'm heading down the Atlantic Highway. Looking for love, getaway. I got me a car, it's as big as a whale. And we're heading back to set. Sail. I got me a car oh, and it fits about 20 and we're going to head down to the love shack. That's pretty good. That's not there bad you at go. all. That's yeah. not bad at all. It's the Rugby World Cup Live at Five podcast with Brent Pope and Pat Courtney from Radio Nova and Nova.ie. The Nova Noise. Name the noise. Win the cash. The Nova Noise. Now, this has been going on while you've been away, Brent. Mm. But, uh, it's up to 1,350 quid as well. And this is what it sounds like. You could, actually, you could have a guess if you like. I could have a guess. Do you want to have a guess? All right, this, this, this is it. Kill the music! Do you know that that's what karaoke means? Silent orchestra. There you go. Aren't you glad you got out of bed this morning? No. <laughs> Shh, listen. One more time. Play it again. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah, it sounds someone like... To me, it sounds like somebody's throwing a squash ball or something into the corner of a, a room. It's sort of, oh, oh it's okay. Like bouncing right. off the floor and hitting the wall. Yeah. That's amazing. I've won! No, you haven't. Oh. And neither, neither did the lady who said that first. Oh. Who said to me that it was like like a handball hitting yeah, the floor and got exactly. off the wall? Yeah. And another guy said, "Not a squash ball, but was it a ball? Rubber ball doing the same yeah, thing." Yeah, the same sort of thing because it's just yeah. that kind of echoey bang sound or something to do. Could with you not have come up with something more original? No. Flip flops. Yeah, jandals or what playing do call playing squash and flip flops. No, not playing squash. <laughs> oh, it's something to do with flip flops or. Okay, I'm not saying anything. But double four zero four one hundred, and you get your chance to say something. Double four zero four one hundred. You're not giving them a clue. So, you give them no, a clue every day. Why no, not? No, because it's Everybody only one thousand three hundred and fifty. No, three calls. No, three calls. Small clue. No, you don't get clues yet. Baby but only clue. No. no. Double four zero four one hundred. Three calls. No clue. It's the Rugby World Cup Live at Five podcast with Brent Pope and Pat Courtney from Radio Nova and Nova.ie. Brent's on again after six. We're back talking about rugby and some other things that happened kind of on the outskirts, like uh, <laughs> the ITV commentator on the, uh, in the Japan match and the, uh, the Japanese number 10, Tamura, is taking a kick. And the ITV commentator said, while commentating on a match against Japan, look at those eyes. No! Which wasn't probably quite what he meant. It's the Rugby World Cup Live at Five podcast with Brent Pope and Pat Courtney from Radio Nova and Nova.ie. Rugby Live at Five with Pat Courtney and Brent Pope every Thursday evening between five and seven. For the duration of the World Cup, thank you, Honda Civic Petrol, with Honda Sensing as standard. We love you for doing this. Um, do you know what, Brent? You were talking about the sportsmanship beforehand, yep. especially with the Japanese. Um, I'm one of these, you know my whole position on, like Russia, I don't think they should be anywhere near this kind of a tournament because they break bones, they create a, a hassle with injuries and everything. This will out this morning time against Ireland. It was a win and all. But how's this? Namibia. Another crowd I don't think should be there. But anyway, there's one Namibia player. Every day of his life, he's there, amateurs. There, are, I think there yep. are only three professionals on that. Yeah, whole that'd sport. be right. Mm-hmm. 
This guy gets up at half five for training at half six every day. He, he's off to his job in the bank for half eight. He's allowed in an hour later than everybody else because he's an yeah. international rugby player. He knocks off at half four in the afternoon. Then he's training again by half five. And somewhere he fits in time to sleep and eat and all the yeah, rest of it. But that used to be my life. Yeah, for no money as well. No, that was that was that was the life of amateur, uh, and 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 it is the life of, for those listeners out there that follow GEA. It's mm, the life mm. of GEA players. The sacrifice these guys make, uh, you know, especially in GEA, and then and then travel on top of that. They might be they might be living in Dublin. They might be playing in Meath or someone f- further afield and go back and train with their club side and do all the other training. But that's what it used to be. So, I mean, you, you could turn around to people that used to criticise you at that stage and say, look, you're playing for your country or your county or whatever like that, but it's your time. I had, to, I had a property business at the time. I had to make up the time. So if I played, if I went away on a three-day tour or something, you know, I had to make that time up uh, at some stage. You, you didn't get paid for it. He did it for the love of it. Do mm. you know, actually, the, the, the real reason that amateur the rugby was amateur for a long time, it was a whole class thing. That's a story for another day. Yeah. You probably know all that thing. No, there's a great series out, uh, the history oh. of rugby or something on. It was shown, and I actually watch a lot of it on the, on the plane back. It was interesting about where rugby started and about the class system, especially in the UK when you had rugby league yep. and those sort of places. And rugby league in Australia is, is far more popular than, than rugby union, and that's where they pay the big bucks for a lot of the yeah, the, the Aussie players. But I mean, and back in the day when I was involved in 1987, the World Cup squad, I remember some of the All Blacks. You know, one of them uh, winger Craig Green went back, won a World Cup medal on the Saturday, and was back scaffolding <laughs> or whatever on the Sunday. Oh, that's. I mean, great. imagine imagine it now. Yeah, you know. no, it doesn't happen. But I think that's. But and I think. The, the public are less forgiving now. I mean, even even the public can be a bit negative towards the players because they look at their lives and say, "Well, hold on a minute, you know, you're being paid half a million or, or, or whatever." Why aren't you it, winning? Uh, yes. exactly. Yeah, exactly. Why aren't you winning? Why and did I can, you cost I can understand that. that. Yeah. Whereas, if it's an amateur player, could turn around like the a lot of the Russians were amateur today. They could turn around and say, "I'm playing for the for the reasons of pride with my country, and I'm sa- making sacrifices." So good on them. The Nova Noise. Name the noise. Win the cash. Nothing amateur about this. 1,350. That's what's on the table for this Nova Noise. Name it exactly, and you win the money. There it is. Double four zero four one hundred. Okay, Pat. I'm going to take this. Uh, oh. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Okay. I'll be better than you at it. You're useless. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Hey. Leave the room. Yeah. Oh. And come back. Well, now, give me that sad face or that, you know... Okay, fine. ...lowly look. I've got it. I've got it sorted. You, you've, you've got this one? Okay, yep. fine. I'll leave you to it. Uh, Keith, this is Brent. Brent, Keith. Keith, Nova Noise. What do you hey, think Brent, the sound is? <laughs> um, I think it's one of the coffee pods that when it's finished, it goes back into the container. So oh. when the coffee's gone out of it and it drops into the container... Ooh. That sounds good. I'm looking. I see. I don't know either. So I'm looking no, to pat. Oh, well, that's you? it. No, you don't know what that's it is. That's it. Because you won't give me the answer. Because so you know I'll give away the prize. You can't do it without. Well, me. is he right or not? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> How can people expect when you're not given any sort of clue? Why, why don't you just say, "Look, he's close" or whatever? No. Or, uh, well, not yet. How long does this go on for then? Well, uh, until somebody wins it, Brent. Eventually, there's a clue. Yes. And is there, is there a, oh, yes, because it gets to a limit Shit, and it gets go. too much money. No, no. <laughs> oh, I go, I know the way you, you see, work. it gets bigger. We don't have a clue to get really, really big. Hello, Nova, who's this? 
Hey, yeah, it's Colin. Hey, Colin. How's it going? How's what do you think the sound is, Colin? I'm thinking it's some sort of a gun being loaded, so I'm going to go with a nail gun or an air gun or something like that. Answer that question. Answer that question. A gun being loaded. Yeah, but it's, <laughs> is, it an, <laughs> is it a nail gun or is it? What kind of gun is it there? Oh, well, I don't think I don't think I'm going to have a gun in the office, so we'll go with a we'll go with a nail gun. Okay, now hold on. Let's just clear one thing up. No one said that it was in the office or not in the office. Right. Okay, fair enough. Well, don't string him along. Is he right oh, or not? No, actually, oh. no. <laughs> <laughs> you see, you're just playing with people now. You're playing with them. You led him on when you said, is it a nail gun or, or no, something else? You led him specific. on. You, you have didn't. to be specific. But you led him on. You tried to no, milk out this. The, the, you've got to be, well, supposing this gets up to five grand, because it did yeah, once. Yeah. You know, you can't just say, oh, oh it might be this or it might be that. You've got to give the answer. Not a, you don't see anybody on, on telly getting any points for saying, well, I it might be this or it might be that. start giving out the clues when it gets up that much. Well, yeah, cause yeah no, you'll, because you'll be you telling them what to say. go on for that long. Hello, who's this here? Me, uh, Aaron. Aaron. <laughs> are you are you sure, Aaron? Okay, so uh, just about. Yeah. Yeah. Who's this? Me, Aaron. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, what do you think, Aaron? I think it's a, a paper hole puncher. Not the hole punchers. Oh, paper hole puncher. I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> ah, God. Oh. Yeah. Hole puncher. Yeah. Is he right? Well, oh. see, Brent, the, the hole puncher has history. The hole yeah. puncher has been suggested by every single Nova Noise we've done for about the last eight years. And yeah. it's never been right. Aaron, sorry about that. Okay, cheers. Sorry, Aaron. Right. I feel right. for you. <laughs> I do. He seemed a nice guy, Aaron, didn't he? He did, he did yeah. yeah. It's kind of a shame to... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Burst his balloon like you did. <gasps> it's not me. Oh, he don't. He's a nice right. guy. He he rang up. He was he very... Didn't get the right... Sir, Brent, 1,400 <laughs> quid tomorrow morning... <laughs> Play the sound again. I want to listen to it again. The noise. The noise. We call it the, oh, Nova the noise. Well, noise. Yeah, yeah. You, big you, difference. You more than anybody should understand branding. Buy Brent big shirts. Difference. Buy Pope shirts. Buy yeah. Pope shirts. Anyway, here it is. Right. Oh. You've got it, haven't you? No. Oh. <laughs> I, I presume a staple has been said. Ah, oh, Brent. <laughs> um, I think the noise might be a staple gun. Oh, I really thought I knew it. I'd say you do, all right. All right, uh, I thought oh. it was a stapler. How's it going? Uh, is the noise a stapler? Sorry? Is the noise a stapler? No, it's not a stapler. Okay. No, so no I, problem. I think we had that one. I'm not sure, but I think we did. No problem. Is it someone using a stapler while it's rested on a desk? I, I can't stand it, I tell you. This is driving me sane. <laughs> It's the Rugby World Cup Live at Five podcast with Brent Pope and Pat Courtney from Radio Nova and Nova.ie. We're going karaoke, probably karaoke. Well, I kind of hope I won't, for your sake, more than anything, for everybody else's sake. But uh, the Radio Nova Sushi and Songs Party for the Rugby World Cup is on Monday week at Ukiyo Bar next Checker Street, 7 o'clock to line. And I got some, uh, I got a, a few type fives in there. It's, I've uh, tickets to give away every, uh, well, whenever we want, really. Colin and Lucy have some as well. And what the general, like, if you can get five friends, you and five friends, that's cool, because that'll be you and your type five. But if you can't stretch to that many, that's cool. And it'll be good because there's a 
a really good prize. There's a night in Kilkee Castle. Spa treatments for two. And you get tickets to the Japanese Gardens and the Irish National Stud, both of which are well worth the trip. I love um, I love this stud. The National Stud have been there several times now because you can sort of see the horses are sort of last year doing well this year. Anyway, that's happening on uh, Monday week at Ukiyo Barn, Exchequer Street. And there, there will be a bit of karaoke. And um, Fiona and I did a bit of karaoke practice in here, Brent. Yeah, No, not just yet. Just, I'll, I'll play it to you shortly. Do you know what I wanted to ask you? I learned a new expression. I cannot remember for the life of me there's been so much rugby which match it was. But the commentator said what happened was the captain of one team saw a player of his being spoken to very sternly by the referee. Yep. And the captain came over. And what he said was, because we could hear it through the, the, Mike, the, yeah. the, ref, the ref's mic, what he said was... If you've got a problem like that, that particular problem, come and talk to me about it. I'll pass it on to the lads. Yeah. And the commentator said, that's good referee management. Yeah. It's an interesting expression. Well, the expression is that you, you know, that you approach the referees in a in a respectful manner and try to sort it out. Now, referees get, you know, every decision they make upsets one side. You know, if they make the right decision, you know, players are coming to them all the times with their arms thrown up, especially mm-hmm. in the professional game. So it's good management to go to the referee and say things like, you know, what do I need to get, tell my players? What are we infringing it? Does it, does and, it make the refs sort absolutely. of a little bit more? Absolutely. It, 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 it's good management for two reasons, because, you know, referees are only human, and if somebody's coming up to them like that in a respectful, polite way, uh, then as opposed to someone abusing them all the time or whatever like that, of course you're going to take necessarily take the side see, of the team see, he's probably, that he's probably is also managing like, it better. Be, be, because the, the captain comes over and says, yeah. leave it with me, yeah. then the uh, the referee's less likely to rip into a player, show the yellow card, award the penalty, he might talk to the captain, and the captain can promise that it's going well, to get he's less likely The captain to would be make, on notice, mind you, wouldn't he? he? Well, you can also be penalised. You can also be marched 10 metres, which is a, a, a goes from a non-kickable penalty to a penalty for dissent to a referee. So ah, if you've got a hot-headed, if you've got a hot-headed player that's giving out every five minutes or whatever to a referee, mm-hmm. it's a good management to go up to the ref and say, "I'll sort it out with him or something like." If there's any other problems with this player, come to me first <laughs> yeah, because okay, it's sense. saving his player maybe getting yellow card or red sure. card because you can get yellow card for dissent if you keep abusing the referee or keep talking. Now, a good referee, someone like Nigel Owens, will say shut it or whatever, you know, that's enough or whatever. If you say any more, I'm going to penalise you and march him up and down the pitch if he had to. But it's it's good management. It's a good way of doing something. Also, it's good to, to, to get the referee to explain his decision sometimes. So they go up to him and they just say, look, ref, you know, why, why did you make the decision? What are we doing wrong? Then you'll know what to look out yeah, for. You can tell absolutely. them that. Well, I hope that uh, I hope there are no red cards available for, for really bad singing because... Um, You'll Knowing that there'd be... Sorry? You'd get one. Yeah, I definitely. Mm. And I can demonstrate that shortly because... Um, oh, I think you actually fancy yourself there, a bit of a singer. I do. God, no. I do. Oh, you sound there that, will the, be the old acorn. Oh, no, no, no. Sing a song, Pat. And then people say, oh, you're great. I've seen you posturing up there with your singing voice. And that, There's not a you know, singer. You've got a guitar and everything. Yeah, but you, I can't Mate, sing you can't the be same a musician time. if you can. Oh, that's ridiculous. I can't do if that. If you were confident enough to have a guitar, then you're confident enough to sing, and you, you know it. No, well, you listen to you this. You know it. You, I know you do. You just listen to this, right? Because yeah, yeah. because I know there's going to be karaoke at this night that we're having at Ukiyo Bar on um, oh, Monday you'll week. Oh, you throw your head back. You I'm going, no, your listen, I thought, metal well, we've got t-shirts on. You leave your 
<laughs> yeah, bangles on. <laughs> I'll get, oh, I thought I'd get some practice in. So um, what we did was Fiona and I did this this afternoon. Um, this all because Hurricane Lorenzo is coming towards us. These are the P-45s and Lorenzo on Nova. Can you hear the wind, Lorenzo? Here we are trapped in our houses on a dirty night like this. In the firelight, Lorenzo. You're dumping on the rooftops while we all get slowly pished. We can hear the distant laughter of the gobshites taking selfies by the sea. Get in the sea. There was something in the air that night. Met Aaron was right, Lorenzo. They're always right. It was heading straight for you and me. Through Cork and Kerry, Lorenzo. Sure, if we get soaked here in the big smoke. Oh, yes, if I had to do the same again, I'd order in Lorenzo. You could try it, be nice. If I had to do the same again, I'd order in Lorenzo. Yeah, Thai or pizza, maybe? Pizza be good. How would I get them here, though? They're on bicycles. I'll figure it out. It's the Rugby World Cup Live at Five podcast with Brent Pope and Pat Courtney from Radio Nova and Nova.ie. Hey, Adonica. So I'm just wondering, do we need Scotland or Samoa to do us a favour? Uh, good point. Uh, it is a good point. Yes, probably, because I think that... I know some people don't see it this way, but I think avoid New Zealand at all costs, and that would require Scotland... Or, yes, Scotland or Samoa to take the wind out of Japan's sails. As it stands, should Japan beat Scotland on the last day, then Japan will come out of the group as top and play South Africa. That would leave Ireland playing the All Blacks. If somebody knocks Japan over, uh, namely Scotland, then that would allow Scotland to come and uh, uh, Ireland to top the pool and play South Africa and Scotland or Japan to play uh, New Zealand. So absolutely, yes, we need them to do Ireland a major favour, in my opinion. It's the Rugby World Cup Live at Five podcast with Brent Pope and Pat Courtney from Radio Nova and Nova.ie. Well, now I hope you're not getting on the motorbike tonight, Brent, are you? Well, I am. Unfortunately, oh, I have really? to get on the bike. Well, yes, it's not, like, it's not that bad. Just no, it's not bad. It's just that you know, you know, when it's raining or something, you're on a bike. It's ten. It's ten times as bad because the wind and the rain's coming into you. But, but I love the bike. It's a good way to get around. Bit of a biker at heart, I am. You are. Always been a biker. I'm not even going to talk about South Africa tomorrow. South Africa will beat Italy, but. We're looking at well, Ireland. Italy have Ireland actually played quite well. I don't... Ah, yeah, I, I, no. no. Yeah, but I mean, people have said that about Japan. But I think, look, you know, it's not sort of pulling on the heartstrings again, but, you know, rugby's not your national sport. And to have a team that's gone into this World Cup at one stage ranked the best side in the world, uh, it's an incredible achievement. 
you know, you think of Grand Slams over the last couple of years, you know, Championship, Leinster, Rugby, Heineken Cups, Munster before that. You know, I think it's just a case of sticking with this team. It hasn't been a great start. Good win against Scotland, as you know. Yep. Uh, the loss to Japan, bit of a surprise. Today, I think, you know, they were probably guilty of trying too hard to get back onto the horse, if you know what I mean. Sometimes when you force a game, sometimes it just doesn't go your way. So, a good win uh, in the sense that they achieve what they want to do. No injuries, um, really, uh, significantly to key players. Got the bonus point win, which takes a bit of the heat off. So now it's really coming down to look a quarterfinal game whereby I think I, I still believe that Ireland are capable. Well, we know they are capable of beating any team in the world on their day. So let's stick with it to then, to the quarterfinal. Give them the support, whatever. It's easy to be sometimes negative when players are professional, but... Stick with them, give them the support they're due. You know, they're, they're on song, they're a fantastic team and you don't become a, a bad team overnight, neither of they. So I think, you know, they're still on track for a quarterfinal and then review it after that. And we've lots of Japanese supporters. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, 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 and the good thing. And again, I go back to take a bow out the Irish supporters because uh, you've been phenomenal in this World Cup and you've made it a, a really great place to be uh, if you're Irish and the support's been fantastic. But... We know that about Irish supporters anyway. Like we've tra- travelled around the world a lot of tours and the Irish support is brilliant. See you next Thursday. See you next Thursday. This has been the Rugby World Cup Live at Five podcast with Brent Pope and Pat Courtney. With the dynamic and engaging Honda Civic Petrol. With Honda Sensing as standard. Visit honda.ie. Join us next week for another podcast or catch the show live Thursdays at 5 on Radio Nova and nova.ie.